Hey guys, welcome back to What the Funnel. What's going on? So I was recently invited to be one of the opening guests on a new podcast that's coming out and uh, they really wanted to get into my backstory and what I've actually been doing and I, I brief over my backstory a lot but they wanted to get really into it and get to the nitty gritty so I did get a little bit vulnerable on this podcast and I revealed a lot of things that I normally don't talk about including why I put my back against the wall financially for the past year and have pretty much been broke, but intentionally uh, to gain momentum in this business. And that's why I've gotten success a lot faster than most people do in this game and how I've been able to take off and make a name for myself and actually make some cash uh, quite quickly for somebody who had absolutely no name or any really experience or knowledge in this industry less than a year ago. So that's why I wanted to share this episode with you guys. I go into my backstory and tell you kind of what I've been doing and why and how scary it was. And, you know, it's a, it's an awesome conversation. I think these two did an awesome job on an interview. So uh, I wanted to share it with you. And here's the interview. Thanks. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly and welcome to What the Funnel. Hey everybody, today I am joined by our newest guest. He is an entrepreneur, sales funnel strategist, coach, and consultant. He has become known for helping people find insane clarity on who their dream customer is and then helping them to create custom sale funnels, sales funnels that create maximum profit. And he's just 23 years old. He's running his own successful business and serving others doing something he loves. So please join me in welcoming Mr. Brendan Kelly. How are you doing today? Laura, Zach, what's going on? Thanks so much for having me on. Super hyped to be here. Awesome. 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 Glad to have you, man. Yeah. yeah so before it. we get started, um, I wanted to ask you if, if people connect to you or want to know more about you, where can they find you? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, so, so I'm in a few different places. Primarily, I do most of my marketing and most of my content on Facebook. So Brendan Kelly on Facebook, that's B-R-E-N-D-A-N-K-E-L-L-Y. Uh, you can follow the podcast. It's called What the Funnel. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. And uh, you know, if you want some of my freebies and check out more about my services, it's bkellyprofits.com. B as in Brendan, kellyprofits.com. Awesome. Thanks for that information. We're also going to have all that linked in our show notes for you. Um, and then also at the end of the show, Brendan has a free gift for all of our listeners who want to take advantage of it. So please stay tuned for that. Um, so we'll get right into it. Um, Zach is here with me as well, my husband. And so we'll be kind of bouncing back and forth and um, picking your brain and asking you questions. So, um, But to start with, we really just want to know, uh, how did you get into this? You, you are, I mean, relatively young and you are, um, yeah. So what made you start? How did you get into this? Right. I, I mean, I'm 
23, as, as of the time of this recording, just turned 23 three days ago. So I am relatively young. And, you know, I, I think it's a good thing because when I talk to people, they say to me, oh man, if I, if I was where you were, you know, at your age, it'd be crazy. But so basically what happened with my story is I got out of college, right? So I went to school um, basically on the Canadian border in New York and I studied public relations for four years, got my bachelor's, you know, I did well, I was a good student, did stuff outside of class and I was really involved, right? So I, I graduated and I said, all right, I'm gonna go get a job in New York City because I grew up about two hours north of the city. So I went home, graduated college, I was a semester early, um, you know, didn't really have any friends there or anything at the time and I was applying to jobs. So basically I applied to over a hundred jobs in New York City and literally didn't get one single response from anybody. So like agencies, businesses doing like literally applying to anything that I thought was even close to relevant, even internships for free and all that. And nobody ever got back to me. So I'm like dumbfounded, you know, basically out of money because I was working basically two days a week in my deadbeat town. Uh, as a waiter. <laughs> so, you know, I had no money coming in. I said, I got to figure something out. Right. So one day I remember I was on the couch. It was one of those like long chair couches in my living room and my dog's on my lap and I'm like looking on Amazon and I see a book that says it's a Kindle book and it says uh, 101 ways to make money on the side. Right. So I pick up that book. I buy it for the two bucks. I go through and there's like a bunch of ridiculous stuff like, oh, you can wrap your car and drive around and you'll get paid like 300 bucks a month. I'm like, okay, that's all well, that's cool. But uh, the one that really stuck with me was selling stuff on eBay. So I read into it, watched some YouTube videos, you know, I nerded out for like the next week or so. And then what happened was I dug into my parents' basement and I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to sell all of your stuff. <laughs> so literally I, I took like 50 things out of the basement and just sold all of their old, like uh, we had like a super Nintendo, all these old games and stuff. We had beer signs I actually ended up selling for a couple hundred bucks and I sold a ton of stuff at my basement. So that was like the, the first taste. And I managed to sell about $2,000 within, um, you know, around two, two and a half months. It's not bad. Which I mean, for, for eBay, like that was yeah. my first taste. That, hey, that was a good amount of money, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah so, so I'm excited. It's showing, that's cool. Yeah, I was excited at that point. So I, I kept going with it and I was doing garage sale and I was shopping clearance racks and all that. But it turned out it wasn't too sustainable and it definitely wasn't scalable because I was driving over an hour away to the mall because I lived in the middle of the woods, right? <laughs> so I was doing that every day and it became exhausting. So... Uh, in the, in that journey, you know, watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to get better at selling on eBay, I found Amazon FBA, which is almost just like bigger step, right? So for you, those of your listeners, I don't know, some people know what FBA is, some don't. Basically, half of the items sold on Amazon right now are not actually sold by Amazon. I think it's more than half at this point, but they're by third-party people. So what you can do is you can import products in, you know, make your own custom packaging and basically design your own product and go and sell it on Amazon. So I got into that and I sold around 50K in about six months. That's now, really that, was on my, that was on my first try. Yeah, it was a small beauty brand, but I was killing it for a while. And then basically um, one day I woke up and it turned out a competitor bought like 25 one-star reviews on my product, oh, which if you know anything about Amazon, that literally puts you in the hole so far, you know, from page one, because it, it's all about ratings and reviews, right? So then after that, I said, okay, I need to figure something out. I need to get control of my business. And I had to start fresh. I discovered sales funnels and nerded out on that super hard for a while. And yeah, now I'm here really. Awesome. That's awesome. So just, I mean, just for my sake, where did you run across sales funnels at? Like what, you know, 
was it a Facebook ad or was it just something, you know, where did that come up? Yeah. So I was actually, um, at the time when I was selling on Amazon and stuff, I did manage to get a job, but it was in Pennsylvania. Right. So I live in like the tri-state area where New York, Jersey and PA meet up and I was driving like 90 minutes to work. So I would listen to podcasts on like Amazon stuff, uh, you know, digital marketing stuff to and from every single day. I did that for about six months, but I was following a guy big in the Amazon space. His name is Ryan Daniel Moran. And on his podcast, basically, I heard him come on and give a shout out. And he's like, hey, I just got to give a shout out real quick to Russell Brunson. I just read your book. He was talking about expert secrets. And he's like, it's going to make me at least $10 million this year. I know it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to check that out for sure. And then basically, yeah, so... I knew that I needed a way to collect people's emails and to build a customer base. And you can't do that on Amazon. So that was like the missing link that I needed that I couldn't figure out, you know, and I didn't know what sales funnels were at that point. So at that point I got expert secrets. I started following Russell and listening to his podcast and everything. And then I just hoped ever since. That's kind of, that's really cool. Yeah. It's so funny how everybody hears about them in different ways. Um, so I, so during this whole process, it sounds like, I mean, you really bounced around a lot. You were really trying to find, direction and find out where you're going. Um, what was kind of going through your head during that time? I mean, I know a lot of um, entrepreneurs and people who try to go out on their own, they do end up bouncing around. Like what was going on with you during that time, like in your head? I mean, I was really, you know, it, doing a lot of shiny object stuff. At that point, I was brand new as an entrepreneur. I don't even know if I would call myself an entrepreneur at that point because I was just tasting and figuring things out. So, you know, I, I was just looking at the next best thing. And when I figured out that eBay wasn't scalable and it wasn't going to be something that I could really you know, do, I found those Amazon videos and I'm like, okay, this looks like the next level. So for me, it was just a logical next step. So I, I mean, basically my thought process going into that journey was, look, if I put $3,000 down and I break even over the next few months, I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. So I ended up placing a few different orders and I made, you know, probably like 30% margins on that or something. But, you know, it was the most money that I'd ever made in my life at that point. So Mm -hmm. I'm making a couple hundred bucks a day. And then overnight, snap, I go to losing over a hundred bucks a day. So that was like insane for me. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm not doing this Amazon thing anymore. I'm not playing by their rules. So Mm -hmm. the next logical progression, because basically my problem there was I need a customer base. I need to have control. Mm-hmm. So then I discovered ClickFunnels, Russell, uh, sales funnels in general. And I said, okay, this looks like something that I could control, something that I could do. Um, so that, that was kind of my transition and, you know, what I was thinking and, you know, the reason that I took that path. Did you have, um, during that time, did you have any um, doubts? Uh, like how, how, how did that, was there a mental struggle going on with that as well? Or was it, were you just, you knew it was going to happen? Like what was your, your mindset? with that. I mean, I, of course you have doubts and you're stupid if you don't have doubts, but at the same time, I wasn't worried. Like I was totally okay with investing, you know, $3,000 and losing it. Mm -hmm. And because I was okay with that, I think it it was like weight off my shoulders. You know, it's not like I was relying on this to make me the living for the rest of my life. So I said, I would be happy if I broke even, I did better than that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the, the doubts are always there, of course. And there was a point where, I was spending a few dollars to sell a product just to get it launched and out there. Right. And that sucks because, you know, you spend a few thousand dollars to get products in and then you have to spend another few thousand that I wasn't anticipating mm. to actually sell them and hope that it works out in the long run. So it, it was super scary and there was a lot of doubt and, you know, I drove myself in the hole a little bit, but 
it, it worked out and I learned a hell of a lot. And, um, you know, that's, that's what I really think is like, even in this journey that I'm in right now, doing sales funnels, consulting, building for other people, doing that sort of stuff. Um, people ask me like, you know, how do you know that it's going to work? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't like, I'm not going to stop. Right. I'm not going to stop trying. So it's like, I know that I'm going to get there eventually if I have to go in the hole five times and that's okay. But as long as I keep going, it's not like I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to lose my life. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen. Right. So even though the doubts are there and I know that it might not work all the time, it's like, you know, you, you push through it. And once you accept that, it becomes, you know, it really takes the weight off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of an interesting point because I was actually going to ask you, you know, what's your, what was your contingency plan? But apparently from what it sounds like your, your contingency plan was keep trying. So, I mean, you can kind of fill in on that, but you know, that's to me, there, I always got the backup plan or, you know, what's going to, what else do I have that I can kind of lean on? So if you want to touch on that a little bit, if there, if there was anything, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch on it. <laughs> there was absolutely no plan and it was kind of intentional, honestly. And that, I think that's what propelled me into some success because basically I was working a job selling timeshare and that's when I was like really into the Amazon stuff. Right. So that business kind of fell apart right at the end of that job. And that was, um, it was winter. So like I said, I was commuting 90 minutes to and from work each day. So I had it around three hours in the car and winter was coming and I drive a Mustang rear wheel drive. It just doesn't work out. Right. So I said, okay, I have a couple options here. I need to keep this job and move in closer to PA or I need to quit and figure something out. So I took the very drastic route. I quit the job with like really little to no money in the bank. Um, some credit debt too and went and visited Charlotte, North Carolina for an entire week, took a vacation, got an apartment down here and said, okay, I'm gonna make this work. (laughs) I applied to like a couple jobs while I was down here, but really I was walking dogs um, on a couple apps, basically full time for a couple months while I tried to do this on the side, right? So it was literally like put my back against the wall intentionally and you know, make it happen. And I think that's what I attribute to a lot of my success too, it's like, you know, if I didn't have the pressure on me, then I don't think I ever would have, you know, even had the guts to go and try it. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's an awesome story. Cause, um, I, I think too often people get, get stuck in the comfort and, and they don't know how to, to step out of that comfort. I mean, I know I'll say personally, it's a, it's definitely a struggle on my end cause I have a good job and you know, all the benefits and all that stuff. And, but it's not, it's not our passion and that's not what we want. So, you know, we're, we're working towards me getting out of that, but it's awesome that you, you took that early on and just, just went with it. You, uh, you, you jumped off the cliff and, and, and it's, and it's all working out for you. That's, so that's a great story. I'm telling you, man, I think that's where I get the most momentum. I always worked well under pressure. I was always like do the paper the night before type of guy, but I would bust it out and it would come out great, you know? So I, I work well in that situation, but, and the funny thing is I keep it going now. It's like, I'm making some money. Yeah. Um, but I I still put myself in the hole to this day and it it is intentional because it works. So like I went to funnel hacking live and the, the way I actually got there was 
we moved into this new apartment and we were drinking a couple of uh, bottles of wine, me and my girlfriend. And I was like, you know, I really should go to that event. Like I'm learning about this. I'm going to meet some people I know. And I bought a ticket while I was drunk and then woke up and had a ticket, to, like a thousand dollar ticket to an event. I had to go book hotels. I had to book a flight to go get there. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to make it work. And when I get there, you know, still pretty broke at this point, like credit that all that. And then for whatever reason, I decided it's a good idea to invest in a $30,000 coaching program. <laughs> so, you know, basically I, for the last like year, I have had my back against the wall, just like, it, it, it's so weird how it works out, but I mean, it, it has worked out. And like last week I closed a little over 30,000 in deals. So, I mean, nice. it, and now I'm going to go and reinvest that back and, you know, put myself back in the hole a little bit. So it's like a whole cycle, but yeah. this is how the, the massive growth happens. It's not by sitting around and saying, okay, I'm not going to throw out the money. So I, I don't know. It, <laughs> I don't have an explanation. There was no contingency plan. Basically my plan is put my back against the wall, um, build the bridge as I walk across it and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. And you, you spoke a little bit on how, how would you, um, I mean, how, what would you tell other uh, people and entrepreneurs and dreamers that are just starting? Like, what advice would you give them about like how, how to do that? And um, yeah, I mean, like, it's just a crazy, like so many people don't want to do that. They, they're like scared. They're, they have fears. Like, what would you tell them? Like from your experience? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend to do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a good story, but it wasn't necessarily a good plan. I would say, you know, if, if you're working at a job like Zach is and, you know, you're trying to make that transition over, figure out what your time is worth. This is really important because I work with people and, you know, they'll be doing stupid things like checking emails for six hours a day, but, you know, they can have somebody else do it. So it's figure out what your time is worth, figure out how much revenue you're generating and then see when you break even and, you know, go all in as soon as you are, as long as you're comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. If you want to save up money in case it goes bad, that's up to you. I was in the hole when I started and you know so people just starting out um you know you don't necessarily have to do what I did I, I wouldn't recommend it either but it gave me a lot of momentum mm -hmm. so really it, it depends how comfortable people are you know a lot of people would freak out like I know my sister she gets freaked out when she doesn't have like 10 grand in the bank mm -hmm. and I, I was like 10 under and yeah. And, and still keeping it together. So I, really, it depends on who you are. I'm not going to advise somebody to go and do that, but it worked out for me. So if you are that type of person, you can give it a shot. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big things, though, from what I'm hearing from you is that you have to be willing to invest in yourself, whatever that looks like for you is small or big, um, whether it's time, money, both, you have to be able to make those investments in yourself um, in order in order to move forward. So mm -hmm. um, that's really cool. Um, would you say that, I mean, we've talked a little bit about some of your, your fears and doubts and stuff, but did, did you, when you, you were starting this business, um, and I know it was over a time period in a couple different businesses, was there any kind of, um, like, did you have a biggest internal battle that you had to face, um, kind of like a character defect that slapped you in the face? Larson says stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know if you had one that you, you really noticed that you really had to work through and um, how, you, how you did end up moving through that. I mean, I... I think I maybe did a little too much, you know, tasting and seeing, like I, I took a lot of different avenues, you know, I tried a little bit of everything and you know, it's good because you figure out what you want. But like I tried to do like a lead gen agency. I tried affiliate marketing I tried to sell physical products, but 
the cool thing is that in all of those, basically I found what I really wanted to do, which was I actually enjoyed the strategy piece behind the sales funnels, right? So after trying to implement the strategy in all these different areas and like trying them out, I found out that it was actually why the funnels worked and, you know, the marketing psychology and those types of things behind it um, that I enjoyed, right? And I ended up getting pretty good at it. So then I was able to help other people out. So it wasn't, I don't know, I, I stumbled upon the business, I guess. Um, but as far as internal battle goes, you know, I did a whole lot of stuff and it took a long time. Not, not a long time, but I did a whole lot of stuff and I didn't know what to do. And I'm still trying to figure out what my big thing is. Like right now, I am super passionate about building your dream customer and your avatar. So like I have a whole system where it's like build out your dream customer first. And then, you know, from there we can extract our hooks and our sales messages and our offers and go basically almost copy and paste them and put them into a funnel. So that's like my big thing right now is I'm obsessed with the avatar and the dream customer. And I think that's where I really want to take this so that I could be sort of like the category king, quote unquote. But, um, you know, I just never know. <laughs> like I it basically came across it when I was doing a bunch of consultations and coaching sessions. And every time something went wrong or every time something wasn't working, I was able to say, well, maybe it's because you don't really know your dream customer. It's that, you know, this hook isn't working because it's not really what they want or they're not buying this offer because it doesn't have this piece that they think they need, right? So I brought every single thing back to the dream customer and that was like my big revelation. And um, yeah, I, I ranted a little bit there, but. Oh no, that's all right, that's good, that's good. Um, so what would you, um, speaking to somebody who's just starting out on a business, and, and this, is, this is one of my things, is I feel like there's so many people who have that entrepreneur spirit and they, they have ideas and they dream and they, they want to, to do these things. Um, and then they don't, <laughs> um, what would you say? Like, is it worth it? Like for them, like, how could you encourage them? What have you learned? Like, you know, how, like, what would you tell them to encourage them to, to go after what they really want and not settle? Um, it, you know, it, I feel like it depends on the person a little bit, but a lot of people think that they want to be entrepreneurs, right? Because, you know, Gary Vee talks about the word entrepreneur and like, it's cool to watch all of his videos and it's inspirational and everybody makes millions and you see all the highlights and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But people don't see that I've been working 12 hours a day for the last three months in my little five by five closet trying to make it work. <laughs> right. So it's like, it, figure out what you want to do, figure out what's really involved because maybe, you know, sitting in the office is a good thing. Maybe that security is right for you. You know, for me, like I, you know, I had no idea if I was going to make it if I wasn't and I was okay with that. Whereas like, like I said, my sister would probably freak out because that's not her, mm -hmm. that's not her personality. So it's like, if you truly are that type of person, you'll find your way. Absolutely. But if you're not, you know, it's totally okay to go back and sit in the office. Nobody's going to judge you for it. It's just personality type, right? That's great. So it's really comes down to knowing who you are. And so start with uh, figuring out yourself and personality. personality. I mean, there's no t telltale signs that say, yes, you should be an entrepreneur. I think Seth Godin has like a, a test that you can take, but you know, nobody can tell you what you can and can't do. Right? right. So I'd say go out and try a few different things. And if you get really hooked to it, it, you'll become one. It's not like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. It wasn't like <laughs> when I was selling stuff on eBay, I did it. I got a taste for it. And I was like, Ooh, this is cool. You know? And I started just gradually going and learning and learning. And I got into like huge learning loops and just, you know, immerse myself and dove in. But 
But I think if I wasn't meant to be that type of person, I probably would have quit after it didn't work. Right. I wouldn't have gotten into ClickFunnels when that Amazon business broke mm-hmm. down. I would have said, okay, I'm going, I'm sticking with the job, right? Right. Yeah. You just can't help it if it's meant to be. So, so oh, sorry. Um, so real quick, and you, you kind of touch on that a little bit. Uh, so my kind of journey into this was, you know, rich dad, poor dad. And it's funny that I have a colleague that had read the book as well. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this book's awesome. And I'm telling you know, we're talking about it. And he's like, yeah. And then he's off to the next thing. And I'm like, aren't you going to do it? Like, I'm like, how are you not doing anything about it? You know, like, don't, don't you understand what he's talking about? And I I don't know. Do you, so do you have any like friends or, or anybody like that, that you're like, dude, you could like, totally get into like some of this stuff and you know you could make some extra money on the side and do, do you have any like buddies or anything that just kind of like oh yeah sure and kind of blow you off afterwards yeah i mean it's it's funny um if you follow like stacy and paul martino they go into this a lot but it's like you, you have your friends and then you have like your business friends and if when you try to turn your business friends into your regular or when you try to turn your regular friends into your business friends, it just becomes this whole clashing thing and then you become annoying, right? It's like the person who never tries to stop selling the, their MLM product to their friends and family. So it's like, I, I had a couple of examples though. Like I used to work with one guy in the timeshare and basically him and his buddy, they were like into this whole Amazon thing and they were really interested and they were doing a lot of learning like I was, but they just never actually decided to go and implement it. So, I mean, it is, you know, for him, maybe it wasn't his thing. And I, I think he's still at that job. I don't know, but he had the money to go into it. I didn't. And I went into it and he didn't. So, um, you know, some people they're meant to do it just like we talked about, but I had, I remember when I was first getting into the Amazon stuff and I was making my first sales and it was like, you know, I had, I had the little bar and I took a picture and it was like, you know, $3,500 this week in sales. And I was like, guys, look at this. Like you should all quit your jobs right now. Let's go, let's do this. You know? And they're all just like, dude, like, relax, you're a little crazy. And, um, you know, and now it's funny because now that I'm like, Hey guys, check it out. I just made this sale. I just made this money. You know, I'm look at, look at me at work, watching TV, whatever. And now they're like, yeah, are you going to teach me to do that? So it's like, they, they don't really want to dive in when the stakes are high, but once they see it and, and they see the proof of concept, now, now they want to, but now it's like, yeah, if they don't, like we go back to the, the last conversation we were just talking about, if they don't really want to, then it's not going to happen. They're not going to follow through. Like I can give everybody expert and .com secrets and, you know, maybe one in five people are going to get really crazy about it and, you know, go implement. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's kind of what I've, I've run into. And I, I've personally, I, I really steer clear of talking about it with, with friends and family just because, you know, lot there's some negativity around you know involved in some of that and things like that so we, I really just kind of keep stuff off to the side and you know it's Laura and I's gig and and you know we talk to some people but really it's it's us and a couple close friends and that's really about it so yeah I mean I, I do the same thing like it wasn't until like last month that my parents were finally like like they still don't know what I do <laughs> I tried to explain it to them a handful of times but like they still have no idea but it wasn't until last month they're like wait, so you're like not applying to jobs anymore? <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, no, none of that. So, um, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And then God, what was I about to say? I just have something else. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. <laughs> I was going to say the Martinos are really good about, I've listened to that podcast you're talking about. It's really good. Keep your friends 
keep them in a category. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, when you go to events and stuff, it's cool because you're almost, you're, you almost like start craving those types of people. Like you should surround yourself with those types of people, but I don't have a lot around me. Like I just moved a few months ago. I don't have a whole lot of friends here. I know like two guys that kind of do this sort of stuff and we'll talk sometimes, but you know, it's like for the most part, I don't really get to, but like, for example, tomorrow at 4 a.m., I'm flying out to Denver and I'm going to go hang out with another 500 funnel hackers. And you know, I'm going to see Russell right. live for three days on stage. And it's like, you know, those are the times where you really get to hang out and nerd out. It's just like, oh, you know, everybody's chatting and you're just like screaming together and it's a good time. So. <laughs> when we started this, actually, my husband, he was like, he listened to like one or two of these videos and he was just like, my people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I totally literally. get it. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to find like people that resonate with me for a while and, you know, looked into real estate stuff and just looking for something to do besides working a nine to five. And we stumbled across, you know, uh, the one funnel way challenge. And I'm like, who's Steve Larson? I'm like, who is this guy? This guy's awesome. Like this is this like Laura's like, this is, he could be your twin. I'm like, uh, maybe I, I get a little crazy sometimes, but it's just, it's so much fun to see people get excited about, um, you know, selling stuff and, and just the process. And I don't know, everybody seems like they just have uh, an awesome heart and, and care about people. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's at family. I don't know. It's, it's a crazy feeling. So let, let me, let me tell you this, just wait until you find somebody out on the street. Who's also a funnel hacker. <laughs> And you you would see each other and you're like both wearing the shirt and you're like, oh, oh my God, you know, and it's like, it's just the instant connection. You're just like, you know, it's the, it's the best just getting to chat with those people for like three minutes and you're best friends for life. Like that's literally how it happens. So yeah. That, it, that sounds good. I, I can't wait. It's a huge community of people who are all super inspired. Um, just be careful about the ones that are inspired and they're not taking action though, because I feel like, like they give us one funnel away free through the two CCX program every month. So I'm in there. And you'll see a lot of people in there month after month that are like, you know, just talking and being like, yeah, let's go. We got it. And then like, they're not really doing anything. So that's just something to a trap you might fall into. So just keep I've in seen, mind. I've seen a couple of them. No worries. <laughs> keep in mind what content you're consuming and who you're talking to. Right. So if you're filling your head with inspirational stuff, you're going to feel inspired, but you're not going to take action. Yep. Perfect. All right. So, um, and some of you guys listening to this might be like totally resonating with this and that's awesome. Some of you might be going, what the heck is funnel hacking? Um, ask anybody uh, like, well, Brendan, Zach, myself, <laughs> will tell you, but, um, real quick, any other advice you'd have for people just starting out on their uh, journey or kind of struggling in their journey, just the like, big, big lessons you've learned or a big lesson you've learned something you want to share. Um, and then we'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can give you a million things, but through the context of this conversation, probably, you know, going back to, I literally never had a doubt in my head that it was going to work out. It's just a matter of when. So like, once you get that out of your head and you totally accept that it might take, you know, one, five, 10 years, really, it doesn't matter how long it, it like I said, it, it takes a weight off your shoulders and it's like, okay, it's going to happen. It might not be this one. It might not be the next one. But if you just don't have a doubt that it's not going to work, then you're fine. You have nothing to worry about, right? And it's like, totally. you can have I, a doubt, but you know, once you accept how difficult it's going to be, it, it's like, I'll, I'll give you a quick example too, and it might not be relevant. It was like, 
in college, I, I switched colleges uh, about three semesters into my college career. And I went to this new school and basically my big transition there was I just accepted that I needed to do the work, right? So I didn't do too well at the first school, but then I said, okay, I'm gonna accept that I need to do this and I'm gonna put it in my schedule. And then it was just so easy to get it done because I said, I saw it right there. I said, okay, I need to get this done. And it wasn't like, oh man, I have to get this done. It's like, okay, let's just do it. So I feel like it, once you establish that mentality, like it's going to work, just accept that it's gonna take a lot of steps, accept that you're probably gonna fall, you're gonna fail a couple of times, you're gonna lose money most likely. And um, you know, as long as you don't have the doubt there that it's gonna work out in the end, then I think you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah and I always uh, tell people like, don't look as f at failure as a negative thing. Failure is not how we deem failure. It's just another chance to keep learning and trying. So awesome. Um, one last question we have for you. Um, we like to end our show by just getting um, a light question, getting to know people better. So my husband picked this one for you. So here you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. What is the strangest thing you've ever ate? Strangest thing I've ever eaten. Oh, God. And you don't necessarily have to enjoy that strangest thing either, so. Honestly, I don't know. I, I eat, like, everything. I mean, <laughs> if you're talking, like, out at a restaurant, um, I don't know. I've tried a little bit of everything. I've had, like, gator jerky. I've had cow tongue, frog legs, and all that. I don't know about like uh, things outside. Most of. people would call those strange things. <laughs> yeah. I, and like I said, I eat everything. So I, I just try whatever, but I'm trying to think of outside if I've ever just like done it for a dare. Um, I've eaten a packet of salt once, if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's awesome stuff. No, it was horrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, you probably did it for like two bucks or something if I had to guess. I, I think it was one dollar. <laughs> okay. Well, then we're on a level. I've done dumb stuff like that. I think... Worst thing I ever did was eat a entire full habanero pepper for like 15 bucks or something stupid. Oh it was my terrible. God. I, I've done the same thing once actually. That, that was really bad. I, I was at work and I literally I was crying and I couldn't even work for like 30 minutes because the guy put it on the grill. It, it was horrible. Oh. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> that is such a guy thing. I've never done that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thanks Brendan for uh, taking time to uh, talk with us. And as we uh, mentioned before, uh, you have a free gift for our listeners. You want to tell us about that real quick? Yeah, for sure. So uh, if you guys head over to funnelavatar.com, F-U-N-N-E-L, avatar.com, um, you can go and grab my three-day masterclass I did last month. And this is like the intro to my new program that I have coming out. So basically it's like define your dream customer, your avatar. And that was day one. It's a six-hour class, but define your dream customer. Day two, extract all of your hooks, sales messages, offers, objections, and all that stuff out of it. And then day three, launch it in a funnel. So um, it's a masterclass, about six hours of content. It's at funnelavatar.com. You can go grab the recordings for free. Um, yeah. And that's like the basis of my whole new system that's coming out. So definitely go check that out. Perfect. So if you want to connect with Brendan, you can find him at bkellyprofits.com. And if you're an entrepreneur and you want to take or, uh, trying to become one, <laughs> um, take advantage of his free masterclass or if you're a funnel hacker and you can go to funnelavatar.com and that is a free gift for you. So, um, and all that information will also be listed in our show notes. So, um, thanks again for being with us today, Brent, uh, Brandon, and I hope that everybody has a fantastic day. Um, yeah. So thank you. Laura, Zach, thank you so much, guys. Honestly, I've had a really awesome time, a lot of laughs and a lot of good conversations. So best of luck to you and to your listeners. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Hey, guys, Brendan here. I've got a brand new system called the Ultimate Avatar that's going to finally help you profit from your first funnel. 
So if you've been struggling to build a funnel that actually makes you money, then you need to book a strategy call. You're gonna learn how to plan, build, and launch a funnel the fastest and easiest way that I know. Just head over to bkellyprofits.com to book a free call. There's no catch. I'm just doing a few of these for a very short period of time while I work on automating the system. So just to recap, you're getting a free strategy call for the ultimate avatar that will help you plan, build, and launch your first funnel with no ads and no email list. So you can finally start making money too. Now if that sounds good to you, just head over to bkellyprofits.com to sign up.